0: And welcome to another edition of Sanctified Reason. Sanctified Reason is a podcast where Dan DelZell and myself, Son Edom, discuss the crossroads of faith and pop culture, including the powerful influence of celebrities, music, movies, and the social media that will drive the traditions and norms of modern society. And Dan, we recently had an election, and it went as it went. And then immediately following that, pretty much the next day, Donald Trump comes out and makes an announcement that he is going to run for office. He's seeking his third campaign for his second term. He won you know, against Hillary Clinton, then he lost against Joe Biden, and now he's going up uh, for a third time. And, and the, what I want to get into isn't necessarily the politics of it, but I find it fascinating that as soon as he announces, the polarization amongst people erupts. First, you have the polarization amongst people and the political pundits in the political world, and then you have the uh, polarization of the people that are in the kind of secular world, as we call them, but then in the Christian world or the religious world, you've got people going all kinds of crazy over a guy that makes an announcement, and so you start to see things pop up like, you know, four reasons why Christians should refuse to support Donald Trump's candidacy and, you know... Donald Trump's candidacy. Is that good for America's uh, religious right? And it goes on and on and on about all these different things from the Christian perspective. And it's like thinking to myself, why is everybody crazed over a guy that's running for the White House, especially when it comes to Trump and Christians? Yeah, we're seeing
1: that once again, aren't we, Son? It's kind of been nonstop, although it maybe cooled off a little bit here during these uh, first two years of the Biden presidency. I mean, it didn't, it didn't. I mean, you know, there was still plenty in the news about Trump, but boy, you're right, it really got fired back up now with with Trump's announcement. I did check out that article you referred to there about, uh, you know, the four reasons why he's saying that Christians should not vote for Trump. And, you know, highlighting one of those reasons... Um, you know, he, he talks about, uh, you know, Trump's betrayal of Mike Pence. And, you know, that, um, that is one that is really kind of hard to, to fathom how, uh, how you can, can turn on a guy like that who, you know, was so, was so loyal to you. Uh, you know, Mike Pence is, is such a wonderful Christian. Um, and so it's, it's just one of the things, of course, you know, that, that seems to be so inconsistent with Donald Trump. I mean, on one hand, you know, millions of people benefited from so many of his policies. Uh, and, and, you know, just take one thing, for example, son, I mean, look at the fiasco that happened in Afghanistan and all of the lives that were lost, all of the people that suffered as a, as as a result of, of Joe Biden's just lack, complete lack of leadership. And, 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 you know, you you think about the way that Trump would have handled that. Um, that's a prime example of, of, of where it sure seemed like we had security in a lot of areas of our, of our world and of our nation. Um, so, I mean, Trump is a mixed bag. I mean, we, we know this, um, yeah, he, he betrays, you know, Mike Pence but um you know, he, he has so much competence in so many areas. So, you know, it seems like everybody's going to have their opinion. You know, you've got your your, your Trump haters. And of course, I, I know people like that um, over the years that, uh, you know, I mean, Donald Trump could do nothing right. And, and they do seem to have like this Trump derangement syndrome. I mean, uh, but but on the other hand, I mean, Trump gives people plenty of ammunition uh, in terms of his behavior, uh, you know, things to hate. But, but I think your main point that you're making here, son, and Um, You know, we see it again. You know, everybody seems to have an opinion. And and, uh, there are a lot of Christians who now, you know, it seems are going to come out, you know, maybe for him or against him. Uh, Although I will just say that I think a lot of Christians, you know, myself included, um, and I know you as well, Son. I mean, you know, there have been plenty of things with Donald Trump's life and his behavior and the way he's treated others that that, that we have um, found very distinct tasteful. Um, and we could talk a long time about that. Um, but I'll just, I'll just match that up. For example, San, with Biden and the Democrats position on abortion, uh, even late term abortion, you know, it, it's pretty hard to compare, um, you know, the, 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 worst behavior that Donald Trump has, um, you know, has carried out the worst behavior. How do you compare that to to the taking of one innocent little, you know, unborn baby that that, that could have been saved. So, you know, I, I just find it ironic that, uh, that, that that people can can be so um, just excited about you know, and you get so animated, I guess, about about Trump's behavior. And yeah, I mean, there, there's a ton of bad behavior there, but um, you know, where we live in a world where unborn babies are being killed. Uh, you know, we, we, we live in a world where, you know, horrible decisions are made uh, in in, uh, in issues like Afghanistan and others. So it, there's this just complex. And ultimately, we know as Christians, Son, that, you know, our king is is the Messiah. Um, you know, we're going to be spending eternity with him in heaven. Uh, we, we certainly as Christians in America want to do everything we can to, um, to promote freedom and, and certainly lead people to Christ and spiritual freedom freedom and and uh, but yeah you're right i mean there's it's really interesting you know to listen to the back and forth and you know the trump haters and then maybe those that think trump can do no wrong you know so you kind of get both extremes don't you
0: well, the other thing that comes to mind by these so-called Christians is that you've got this hypocrisy going on. You already mentioned the abortion issue with the Democratic platform and Joe Biden, but they mm-hmm. you know, will call out Donald Trump for what he does, but yet they accept or they'll support the other side, which is just as bad, and they will mm-hmm. support the abortion platform. They will support and defend Hunter Biden and everything that mm-hmm. he is representing, which is just as uh, bad as anything that they're accusing Trump of doing. I mean, this guy is, you know, snorting up mm-hmm. coke, hanging out with prostitutes, you know, maybe even peddling Russia, uh, with mm-hmm. our, with our, uh, national security stuff. You know, everything they accused him, you've got the son of the president, you know, pretty much doing the same thing, or you could accuse the president's son of doing the same thing. And then you've got, you know, all the other issues that go along with it. And so I think for me, the bigger issue is the hypocrisy of Christians that claim to be Bible believing Christians, but yet mm-hmm. they will, um, renounce Donald Trump and everything he stands for is disgusting, mm-hmm. vile, et cetera. But then right away, mm-hmm. instead of taking themselves out of the situation, which would mm-hmm. be the, I think the integrity thing to do they turn mm-hmm. around and then, oh, I can't stand him, so therefore I'm going to vote for the other side so that the right. other side beats Donald Trump. Well, now you're supporting something, so it's like you're supporting Satan for Satan. I mean, you know his, his yeah. values, the, the, the satanic values of this world, you're supporting right. while renouncing the very same thing, and it's like the hypocrisy just rides yeah. off yeah. with yeah. all of it.
1: Yeah that that's a great point son because and 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 what you're really hitting on there um is is something that I think many Christians you and I, I- included you know and, and many many Christians uh ha- have recognized um even when it came time to you know whether to vote for Trump the first time or not I mean you know, it's a situation of, in many ways, the lesser of two evils. I mean, um, and again, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to suggest that, um, you know, that, that when Donald Trump was running, that it, that it was just horribly evil, what, what, uh, you know, his behavior and everything. I mean, there were certainly examples of that that people were pointing out, yes. But, I mean, it, it's, it's the lesser of two evils. I mean, you, you're going to have tons of imperfection with Trump. But, you know, people have said... Um, and the evidence seems to support this, that he was the most pro-life president we've ever had. Now that speaks volumes. Okay. Um, You know, he nominated Supreme court justices that um, I I, I think have shown that they are uh, pro-life both before they got on the court and since Um, now, again, not that that's the only issue, but I'll say this on um, it's the only issue for unborn babies. It's the only issue they care about if I'm born babies we're gonna vote I mean aren't we supposed to as Christians um, you know take care of those who can't take care of themselves And of course every Christian I think would say or most Christians anyway would say yeah of course well then you you know you, you cannot compare uh, mm-hmm. Donald Trump's uh, poor behavior and that's putting it lightly you can't compare that to abortion um, you know and, and and so you you do have to, at the end of the day, um, kind of almost, you know, sometimes, you know, plug your nose a little bit and, and, and vote for the lesser of two evils if you want to try to stop the worst of the evil. And, and, and if you think, you know, let's say somebody hypothetically thinks that the worst of the evil is Donald Trump. The worst of the evil is, you know, the way he treats others, including the way he treated Mike Pence. You know, the worst of the evil is, 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 um, you know, things that are said or done. Um, I, I, I would just simply say, well, how in the world, how in the world is that, um, even close to, you know, what's happening with, Um, with with unborn babies, how in the world, if you're a Christian, how in the world is that even close to the promotion of of same-sex marriage, Um, to the promotion of transgender ideology? To the promotion of having you know boys um, play girls sports or going to girls locker rooms. I mean, um, I don't, I don't get it. son. I don't see how people can think that, that that Trump's behavior is anywhere close to to that. Now, again, that's not to justify poor behavior, but uh, you know, I mean, you know, if somebody, including a Christian, wants to sit out and not vote, I mean, that's their choice. But we have an opportunity every election. To try to do what would... Um, hopefully bring about justice for more vulnerable people and hurting people. And and I guess it'd be interesting, wouldn't it, to hear a, a Christian justify, let's say, voting for the Democratic candidate over whoever the Republican is. Now, I, I, I get, you know, people who are saying, hey, you know, anybody but Trump on the Republican side. Okay, I mean that's that's everybody's right to to have that choice. Um I I I think San, what you're getting at though is well, what, what about those professing Christians who then, at the end of the day, let's say Trump is the nominee, that they hate him so much that they don't vote against the pro-abortion, pro-same-sex, pro-transgender, and we haven't even started to talk about all of the horrible and miserable economic policies and inflation and, 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 Hey, how about, you know, energy independence? Uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, not, not that not that gas prices are, are the most important thing in the world, but when you're paying, you know, double what you were under Trump, it's kind of like, I mean, I mean, I mean aren't people going to look at these things and say, you know, this is not just uh, a simple issue. There are a lot of things in play here and including, um, you know there are sins in play on on both sides, but uh, you know we we have to try to um, I, I think go with someone who's going to um, be standing up for uh, the values that 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 we should be standing up for as Christians. You know, for for life, for marriage, uh, for freedom, for protection, for justice. Uh, you know, and 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 so you know we'll just have to kind of see where it goes and. I think we do have to be careful as Christians that we don't tie our wagon, you know, too tightly to any political candidate, um, because at the end of the day, they're going to disappoint us. They're going to disappoint others. They're going to fall short. And we we don't ever want to give the impression that our kingdom is an earthly kingdom. Uh, When Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. So we serve a risen savior who died on the cross for our sins and is going to bring us to heaven one day. uh, But, but we're, but we're also living in this world. We have our foot in two kingdoms right now. Um, we have one foot in, in Christ's kingdom, but we also have one foot in the world still. We're still here. And so every Christian, you would think, would want to do whatever he or she can do to promote justice and and liberty and freedom. And most of all, the gospel, you know, the freedom for, for, for the gospel to go out. You, you you would think, son, that Christians would be we'd looking at, well, you know, which candidate, which party would be more likely to try Try to, um, you know, shut down uh, the freedom of of, of religion and free expression of of one's faith. So these are all issues that that come into play. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's never ending though, isn't it? I mean, you know, uh, one election ends and, you know, the next one has already started. So it's it's just 24-7.
0: Yeah, it's endless. Absolutely. The other thing that I want to bring up, because the whole idea of this concept of this conversation today is kind of, you know, one nation under God, you know, the crossroads of Christianity and religion. And as we move away from biblical Christianity in the church in America, you're starting to see blurred lines. You're starting to see people that claim to be Christians, but then supporting non-Christian or non-biblical uh, views. So for example, the most recent thing, and this is actually something that could be bipartisan because apparently 12 Republicans voted along with it. And that's that uh, Respect for Marriage Act recently passed. And that's something where now I guess you can't discriminate, which I don't think you even could, but it protects or you can't discriminate against gay marriage and uh, I guess interracial marriage, which I guess is still a, a problem for some people in this world. But there's people sitting there and coming out and saying that this is a good thing And it's like, I'm not surprised at Christians saying that this is a good thing because we're starting to see LGBT creep into theology and ideology in the church. And so they're saying that, yeah, we should have things like, uh, you know, Christians supporting, you know, the defense or respect of marriage act. And so when you break it down, you know, for me, if you're taking – marriage, which is actually a biblical, you know, Christian, a God concept mm-hmm. Outside, mm-hmm. outside of that, it doesn't matter what you do. You can marry a monkey for all I care. It's not going to matter because mm-hmm. that's, that's outside of the, the design of marriage and marriage is specifically a biblical thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where mm-hmm. it's at. You don't find it anyplace else. It started in the Bible. And so, um, but it's, it's amazing that, you know, people will throw their hat on that and defend it. Now we need to respect all people, you know, and that's where people get it wrong. People get it wrong that, you know, oh, because maybe you don't support a biblical or a, uh, because you support a biblical view of marriage, then you must be opposed to everything. Well, no, we want to respect all people, but what we're doing right. is we're trying to protect the biblical, um, implementation of what the Bible says. You know, this is a God thing. God gave us marriage. It wasn't the government it wasn't anything else. This is a divine institution that was given to us. And, in fact, I believe in some churches it's actually a sacrament. Um, and so when, they, when you have Christians coming out and people coming out you know, and saying, hey, this is a good thing, this is a good thing, again, we start to slide along a mm-hmm. dangerous slope allowing these Christians, yeah. you know, who come out in support of these things, taking the yeah. Bible out of it in the name of Bible. They say, in the name of Bible, we need this. But in actuality, when you go against the Bible, you can't claim the Bible for something to uh, defend something that goes against the Bible. Yeah,
1: you know it's very similar, isn't it, son? To what uh, to what progressives did um, when they started to promote abortion? Um, It it was all about the supposed rights of the mother. I mean, forget the rights of the child. All about the rights of the mother. Push, push, push. You know, Um, this of course is what happened in society um, when um, Hollywood, for example, you know, started to, to. slip in, you know, more and more, uh, sitcoms and jokes. I mean, when I say jokes, um, making it just to appear to be funny, you know, to talk about homosexuality. So uh, to, to try to, um, you know, transform it from a, 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 a taboo subject to one that's normal and, and trying to move it mainstream. And so Hollywood was pushing that as much as anyone. And, 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 and that's why, um, you know, like today, for example, just in the last few days, you maybe saw this song, but, uh, what, Candace Cameron Burr, um, you know, she I might if I'm getting her name right, um uh you know, she you know, Kirk Cameron's uh sister she has been involved in, in something she's working on to promote traditional marriage, and in no way was, was trying to um, demean uh, people in same sex relationships, and she didn't. I mean, she was just standing up for traditional marriage, but boy, they have sure slammed her in Hollywood and elsewhere because, you know, that, that's what it has um, turned into. You know, um, if you're pro life, uh, then you, you get slammed as, as being against women you know, when, it, you know, it's just the opposite. Um, we're, we're, we're for women, we're for men, we're for, you know, women of all ages, even unborn, you know, females, of course, uh, and males, but, um, you know, the same thing now happens with this, the same sex thing. And you're right. There were 12 Republicans who voted, uh, for that, um, you know, uh, for, for that, um, that law they were working on. And what's interesting with that is, you know, they, they're always careful with the language, you know, they try to make it, Sound very, um, very affirming and and all about someone's rights. I noticed that um, one of the senators, just one state over from us here in Nebraska, uh, Joni Ernst in Iowa, I noticed is one of the Republicans who um who voted and, and the problem you know in in favor of that uh, you know the the problem is now you've caved to society's redefinition of marriage, which, as you said, son, um there's no such thing as gay marriage in in God's kingdom, that's not marriage, that's not marriage uh you you can call it that um and our society has chosen to call it that but 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 there is no gay marriage in the Bible there is no gay marriage in heaven there is no gay marriage in, in God's economy of of uh, of right and wrong you know so um what what Joni Ernst and these other 11 Republicans and the, their their Democratic friends what what they're doing is in the name of supposed rights and protection all they're doing is trying to just solidify this. This in in the, in the minds uh, of, of Americans, you know, a couple days ago, son, I had a phone call from Washington D.C. Um, from some group, and I, I looked it up while I was on the phone with uh, with this uh, this young woman who called, um, and I guess wanting to get my views on on this thing they were getting ready to try to pass in Washington, and I looked up the name of their group, and it, you know, the, it, it talked about them being a supposed conservative group. Uh, and, and how supposedly 70, you know, 1% of people in America, you know, support same sex marriage. And so, you know, just wanting to know my view on that. And, and, you know, so they're trying to to, to just build support for that. You know, I suppose they feel now like um, with what's happened with the Supreme court, with, uh, with the abortion issue, um, they're, they're probably worried that, you know, maybe the Supreme court's going to look at, at that, uh, the issue of marriage. And so they're trying to get all these things in place, just like they are on the state level with abortion, you know, they're trying to do that with, uh, with same sex marriage. But, um, you know, you, you there used to be son, uh, you know, as you'll remember, um, there, the, there used to be this group with Jerry Falwell known as the uh, moral majority. And, um, and they were very involved, uh, with, you know, politics and, and faith. Um, but, but, you know, um, you, you, you can't, you can't legislate morality, uh, in a sense, but you can sure legislate immorality. Um, you can legislate immorality in the sense of really promoting, for example, abortion, uh, uh promoting, uh, same sex marriage. And, you know, we've talked on the podcast or even recently how, um, you know, it was only maybe 15 years ago or so when Barack Obama, when he was running for uh, the white house said he was against gay marriage in an interview on MTV he Said, I'm against gay marriage. Well, then he came out, you know, in favor of it. And, and of course, you know, uh, I think it'd be safe to assume he was in favor of it all along, but he, uh, he said what he, he thought he needed to say to get elected. Um, and then not only was he in favor of gay marriage, but, but then he came out and, and, uh, you know, basically ordered high schools to, uh, open up their, their, uh, their locker rooms to transgender students. I mean, so he, you know, he, he truly showed just how far from any biblical, um, standard, you know, uh, you know, how far he was willing to go, um, with both the promotion of same sex marriage, the endorsement of that. And then, um, you know, uh, transgenderism. So it's just spiraling, um, out of control. And and, and we live in a nation sound where the young generation, um, uh, I think Gen Zers, I, I think, uh, they say 42% Of of Gen Zers are are seeing a medical health, uh, uh, I'm sorry, a mental health professional um, uh, weekly, and 55 percent, I believe, are on some sort of medication for anxiety. So, you know, young people are searching, they're anxious, they're struggling with issues in life. And, and, and what are government, uh, you know, politicians doing? They're they're wasting their time promoting um, things that the Bible condemns. You know, just as the Bible condemns adultery and fornication, it, it, it condemns homosexual behavior. It condemns uh, murder. So for politicians to want to promote... Um, Homosexual relationships and murder, uh, you know, it, it shows you how far things have gone uh, in our country and, and just how deeply we need a revival. Uh, we need we need repentance in our own hearts. Um, I mean, none of us can throw stones at someone else. We're all guilty of sin. We're all sinners. Um, but but the minute we stop, stop speaking the truth. The minute we stop, um, you know, um, proclaiming the truth, then we become like these Republican senators, these 12, who just... Signed right on for this, you know, same sex uh, marriage, you know, protection. Supposedly, well, nobody's, you know, wanting same sex uh, partners to be uh, harmed in any way or be mistreated. Um, but, but that's a far cry from from what um, from what these politicians are doing in their promotion uh, of same sex marriage. And really, they're, they're self appointed prophet. The uh, the self appointed prophet of the marriage and gender revolution was Barack Obama, um, and And we see where it's taken us on. I mean, uh, you know, the promotion of same-sex marriage has truly brought about the transgender chaos that we have with more and more young people um, radically altering their body through surgery. And now more and more testimonies of young people saying, what in the world did you let me do to myself? What in the world did I do? Why in the world didn't you stop me? Why did you counsel me in this direction and, and it's just horrific uh, you know so um, this is what happens when, when we stray from from God's word um, when, when we call um, you know evil good um, that's that's what ends up happening. people suffer and and so you know ultimately Christ is the only answer, and Christ forgives Christ changes lives he changes hearts. And, um, you know, we, we need the Lord in America today more than ever.
0: Well, just a side note on Joni, Ernst. she back in 2014 came out and said that uh, same sex marriage was probably a state's rights issue, but she would ban, um, a federal uh, law that would support Mm. it. And then less than, you know, what, about eight years later, uh, she comes out, you know, in support of it. So I just let you know that, you know. Yeah. The, the one, was it, you know, one bad apple can corrupt the whole bunch or something? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, she said right here same sex marriage is a state's rights issue, but she would support a federal ban if one were proposed. Mm-hmm. And then now mm-hmm. all of a sudden, less than, you know, 10 years later, she is, you know, basically supporting it. And it's like, mm-hmm. if you're a conservative, that's one thing. But if you start throwing in, you know, religion into that, you know, that's where it becomes problematic. Now, you mentioned something about, uh, um, you know, the LGBT transition, stuff like that, you know, we're starting to see more and more people come out against transitioning. And there are people that are being, I guess you call them de-transitioning, or they're like reverting back right. to what they were originally were when they were born. And mm-hmm. I find it so almost humorous, if it wasn't so sad and evil, that when they decide that they're going to transition, mm-hmm. people will praise them and hold them up as idols and heroes. And then these same people, when they start detransitioning, then they are demonized and vilified and they're evil. And it's like, wait a minute, Mm -hmm. wait a minute. You were just supporting them in what they were doing, saying it was a good thing. So you would think that these heroes that you were supporting, just, you know, whenever it was, are now coming out and saying, hey, this is a bad thing, don't do it. And the the most recent one, I guess, is a a woman that... uh, goes by the name of uh Kat Katinson, something like that. And mm-hmm. so she's coming out and saying that, you know, she was glad she didn't de- didn't do that when she was young. She's older now. And she I guess she went through this whole process as a as a um um an adult, I guess. But anyways, but that's the thing, that's the other thing that is just, you know, unbelievable. When you don't have biblical principles, godly principles to mm-hmm. dig your roots into You know, you could be a Jody Ernst, you know, one, one year, you know, you're saying one thing and then eight years later, you're saying something completely different. You know, uh, one day you're supporting and praising somebody for being a hero and being a trailblazer and transitioning. And then they decide Uh to change their mind because they're going through it, not you, they're going through it. And they realize that the, the drugs and the things that they're taking and putting in their body are making them sick, not making them feel well. And they start to realize Uh that this is a bad idea. So they change their mind. And then now you curse them. Because they're detransitioning and they're going against your ideology, but they're the ones that are suffering and you're the one that's, that's blaming them right. and going after them. It's like, why don't you go do it? If you're so yeah. for why don't you go do it and see what the experience is like? You know, I think we talked yeah. about it last time, or maybe it was in a sermon, you know, people are, are talking and, and they've come to the point where they, where when women get their breasts removed, they call them, I guess, what, top chop or something is now like the hashtag mm-hmm. or whatever. And so it's like, why don't you go, you know, go top chop yourself and see how you feel about it and then see what it's like because you're sitting up there and you're, uh, you know, vilifying these people that are going through some of this and now regretting it but you're sitting there in the comfort of your own gender and your own birth gender and not really going through any of this so why are you someone that should sit there but again the point is is that when you don't have these godly principles and you're not grounded in biblical scripture you start to see the hypocrisy the the um what i like to refer to as the jellyfish mentality you're just bobbing with the uh the ebb and flow of the tidal waves was the waves of the ocean, and you have no direction, nor do you have the ability to stir yourself in any direction, and you're just at the mercy of whatever ideology you happen to be bobbing onto at that moment.
1: Well that's that that is for sure, son. And you know, we live in a culture that is constantly celebrating sex outside of marriage. Uh, I mean, sure, there'll be movies that, 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 you know, the the end of the the movie, the uh, the, the, the moral of the story is that this person who um, left their spouse and got into adultery, you know, it ruined their life, it ruined their marriage, you know, it, there was not a happy ending. I mean, sure, you have movies like that. But the culture, by and large, um, seems to celebrate sex outside of marriage. Even though the Bible says all other sins a man commits are outside his his body but he who sins sexually sins against his own body so there's one sin uh, against your body and that's sexual sin and you know for every one or two people who struggle with same sex attraction and who engage in in, uh, same sex behavior you know um, you probably got 98 men and women who are committing fornication and or adultery okay and so um, you You know, the only reason that that we as Christians even at times uh, do feel compelled to address the homosexual issue is because it it is being forced so strongly. I mean, if incest was being forced that strongly or, um, you know, pedophilia, you know, um, uh, you know, if these things were being— promoted in mainstream the way that homosexuality has been, then we would, we'd be talking about those unpleasant things. But, but fortunately, you know, we, we don't have to spend hardly any time on those things because they're not being promoted. There aren't, you know, politicians that are um, signing their names to law we're going to protect, you know, uh, for example, a man's right to have sex with a a young boy. I mean, we haven't gotten to that point, son. We we pray we won't, but I mean, that's where things are headed. I mean, you know um, they're headed to a, a culture that would even endorse, um, you know, sex between adults and children, uh, would, would endorse incest, uh, would endorse all sorts of things. Um, that that come from the sinful nature. Uh, that they come from man's sinful nature. So um, the only answer is Christ to be um, to be saved, uh, to repent of your sin, um, and then to have your sins washed away. And in Hebrews um, it says that we're to draw near to God, having our hearts cleansed, um, uh, or sprinkled rather, to cleanse us from a guilty conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. So the blood of Jesus washes our heart through faith in Christ and the water of baptism then washes the body, washes the body. Um, Our body uh, can be used as an act of worship. Um, baptism on the body is a spiritual act um, the blood of Jesus on the heart is a spiritual act you know uh, in in uh, in Romans um, we, we, we are told that um, the way that we use our our bodies um, uh, is is very much uh, uh, part of our uh, of our life of, of discipleship in fact let me just read here son from Romans chapter 12 12, uh, where Paul writes, therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God, which is your spiritual worship. Okay, so you know we, we tend to want to separate the physical and the spiritual. Okay, well we are we are one. We are three and one. We and, and and you can't separate the, the the physical from the spiritual. So when when you, for example, um, engage in sexual sin with your body. Um, you, you, you won't find a more, uh, a bigger contradiction with that. And let's say your baptism, if you're a professing Christian, okay? Because when you were baptized, your body was washed with pure water. You were set apart. Um, the Bible says you've been, you know, purchased. The Lord purchased you with his blood. If, you, if, you're a, if you're a Christian, you've been bought with a price, the Bible says. Honor God with your body. And, and as I say, son, probably 98% of people um, who struggle with heterosexual lust and adultery and fornication Uh, maybe 2% let's say of people struggle with same sex uh, lust and um, sex outside of marriage between a man and a woman is sinful God forbids it that's God's boundary line and just because a person may be burning with passion or burning with lust or or, you know by the way I I should say you know um, it's not wrong to have gay feelings what I mean by that is um, when I say it's not wrong, um, you haven't sinned, you haven't sinned, um, necessarily at all, just because maybe you have, um, a desire for something that you shouldn't have. I mean, you know, um, I mean, for example, when, when King David looked out, uh, across, you know, from his palace and he saw Bathsheba bathing, uh, the wife of Uriah, the Hittite. Um, when, when David saw her and he began to lust after her, um, I mean, he quickly got into sin. He quickly began to, to lust and give into that. But, 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 but if he would had turned away, um, you know, right away, he would have kept the sin to a, a real minimum. Um, you know, temptation is one thing. You know, just because you might be tempted to engage in uh, sexual sin or even tempted to engage in same sex behavior Um, the, the key is what am I doing with that? Am I trusting Jesus to forgive my sin and to help me say no to sin, even though my body might just be shouting at me, give in, give in, give in. And my sinful nature is screaming, do it, do it, do it. Um, and, uh, you know, we have to choose. And, and, and the Bible says that the grace of God teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions. So if you have given into sin of some kind uh, with your body or with your mind or, or with your, your words, whatever it might be, um, you can confess that to the Lord. Um, you can bring that to Christ. You can believe that his blood was shed on the cross to pay for your sin, um, But only if you repent of it, that is only if you renounce it, only if you say, Lord, that's wrong. I'm going to call it what it is. Um, Lord, help me not to do that again. As compared, let's say, son, to the person who might say, well, oh God, forgive me, that was wrong. But in my heart, I'm thinking, oh boy, I'm just going to run right back out and do it. Well, that's not repentance. Uh, You know, you know, the Bible says, uh, uh, if I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. Um, and, and, and it also says in Proverbs, whoever conceals his sins does not prosper, but whoever confesses and renounces them finds mercy. So when Joni and these 12 Republicans sign that law, they're not renouncing that sin. What I mean by that is, you, you know, not that they should be condemning people who have same sex attraction. That, that's not what we're saying. Um, not that they should be putting themselves above, uh, you know, people with same sex attraction, but, but, but to promote it, to try to you know, make laws that will seem to normalize something that the Bible says you should never normalize. I mean, does anyone remember Sodom and Gomorrah? Uh, You you know, um, but I guess in America today, no, there aren't too many um, that, that, that remember that. Uh, you know, and, and Hey, you know, it's, it's, like a relative told me one time, well, you know, the Bible is just a bunch of, um, you know, myths anyway, you know, well, um, you know, um, it, it, it's, it's a history book. Okay. Uh, it's a history book. I mean, God created Adam and Eve. Uh, he placed them in the garden of Eden. Um, you know, uh, Noah and his family were real people. There was a, a great flood. Um, Noah and his family were saved. Um, you know, the wicked people in the world were. Were destroyed, uh, you know. God uh, has has sent His only Son into the world two thousand years ago. It really happened. He died on a cross. He rose again. He was crucified and and then rose again on the third day. I mean, these are historical events. Now, you can either base your faith in that and follow Him, the Risen One. Or you can just keep your head in your phone all day on social media, and and just follow the celebrities of the day and what they're all about and all the news of the day, and 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 follow that and let that guide your um, your belief system, guide your values. And if you do that, you're going to end up like these twelve Republicans who uh, who signed on, you know, to the same sex uh, law or bill there what they were working on. Um, and uh, that's what happens, son when we when, when we cave into the world uh, we become conformed to the world um, we stop being transformed by by god's word and by the truth
0: you know when you talked about uh kirk cameron's sister candace going to uh the new channel or whatever leaving hallmark because she wanted to i guess do more um traditional family valued movies the thing that i find interesting in that is that we've gotten to a point in society where that wholesomeness is hated. It's despised. At one point it was welcomed and it was refreshing, but now it's like with the, uh, with the advent of social media and with, uh, you know, hundreds of I don't know, thousands, but hundreds of cable channels, um, endless stuff on YouTube, you know, you're starting to see a salaciousness that's out there in the stuff we consume. And so when you do get to kind of some of that wholesomeness that we used to know growing up, um, mm-hmm. You know, people are, are don't like it because it's repulsive to them because they're so used to the other thing, and not only that, it yeah. becomes boring and bland. Um, That's right. Yeah, I remember yeah. all the. I know, I know. Like Hallmark is big with uh, with a lot mm-hmm. of, I guess, female. Uh, Watches, you know demographics and i think at one point over his lifetime over his hallmark i think his hallmark they'd have this like printable bingo sheet and when you watch the show you can mark it off and then you try to get bingo as you're going through the christmas holiday season you're watching these holiday movies you know you mm-hmm. cross off your bingo sheet so obviously, mean, yeah, it's geared toward women and women like that fantasy but even women are starting to kind of um you know push back against candace going and doing more wholesome Valued family valued shows, and I thought that was kind of interesting because you know why is it that society has shifted, and we know why but but it's just you know even someone as it was just her own thing it affects absolutely nobody except her and her family that she has decided to leave Hallmark and go to another channel and make movies you right. know that's the only person it affects nobody else, and maybe the fans of her that like her movies. Maybe now you have to go mm-hmm. and find another, whatever. But it has no bearing on anything in life at all. <laughs> right. and, and yet everybody has to have an opinion and everybody has to say something about it. And a lot of it, although she has some supporters, a lot of it is negative. It's like she's making a statement. She's making a political statement against LGBT. She's No, she's decided to go someplace else for the betterment of her and her family. And it's the end of it. You know the movies on Hallmark on going away. You still get your whatever on Hallmark and what those movies are about. But she's just right. going someplace else. It's like no big deal, and yet everybody has to make a big deal of it. And then they get repulsed by it because it's wholesome and there's nothing you know scandalous about it. And obviously she's a non scandalous person in what she does. I think she's even been called out before because she doesn't even. I don't, I don't think. And if she does, it's very minimal uh, physical interaction with co-stars on shows. I think at one point, you know, she didn't even like kiss co-stars or the the, the physical affection is very kind of like what Mike Pence did. You know, he got called out because he won't be, you know, he won't go out on uh, go out with and be seen in public with anybody. I think Billy Graham was that way, too. Uh, You know, all these guys, they set these standards for themselves. And here's Mm -hmm. here's the ironic thing. Okay, so you have a society where divorce rate is high, people aren't getting married, you got a lot of people cheating, and you got women that are uh, hating men and men in general because the way they're treated, and all this stuff going on, right? And that develops a -hmm. a jaded female. But then now you have someone like a Mike Pence, a Candace Cameron, uh, you have um, you know even like a Billy Graham, and these people that have set standards for themselves to make sure that they're treating their you know spouse. Uh, the correct way, making sure that there is a good example, they're going through all these things to do the right thing. And yet they're the ones that are vilified for doing it. When I'm sure that the very people that are vilifying them, especially the women, you know, who say, oh, it's sexist and it's narcissist and it's, you know, putting Mm -hmm. demeaning toward their spouse and this and that, they're the ones that probably want someone like that. But yet they can't come out and say that because then they're going to be vilified. And it's it's just so ironic how we've gotten in society where the things and the values that people, I think, really do want when it comes right down to it are the very things that they have to vilify because that is the ideology. That is the narrative. And they don't want to be the next Candace to be uh, vilified for making something as a statement, as saying, this is what I want for me and my family doesn't affect you. I'm not telling you you have to do this. I'm just doing this for me. And then all the criticism comes in the landslide.
1: That's right. And what we see happening there, son, of course, is that the spirit of the world is very different than the spirit capital S that God has placed within us who believe in Jesus. The Holy spirit in us um, is very different than the spirit of the world. The Holy spirit is perfect in holiness. So anyone in dwelt by the Holy spirit uh, also has Christ living in them. Um, uh, the perfect Messiah and, Therefore, there's going to be the fruit of the spirit that God will be producing. Jesus said, um, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish will be given to you. He said, I am the true vine. Um, he said, um, you know, that, that, you know, if you remain in me, um, you will bear much fruit. You will bear much fruit. And And so... It's going to be different, son. It's going to be very different, isn't it, than the the spirit of the world. Um, The spirit of the world is going to feel an animosity, a hatred toward the Lord. You know, isn't it interesting? Uh, I was just, you know, looking at something here. You know, uh, some people. I guess uh, that time of year again. They, they, they're having, a, they, they have a hard time. It's problematic that Tim Allen in those Santa Claus movies that are, you know, so cute uh, that he would say Merry Christmas. Oh yeah, that, that's a problem. You know. So, but what is it? What is it that makes that a problem for people? What is it that leads people to use Jesus's name as a curse word? You don't hear people saying Buddha or Mohammed. You know um you you hear people be because be on there is a dark river within man's nature that flows away from God and away from Christ, and it produces a hatred for Christ and a hatred for christians and you know here in America, we don't see it unleashed uh as viciously as it is in many parts of the world because there are still um you know laws that 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 protect Christians um and all people, you know, from, from certain behavior. But you 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 see more and more of it um more and more of it be expressed because that is the spirit of the world. Um there is a spiritual battle going on. And 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 you know uh Candace, uh Cameron Burr, um, for her to to flow in the Holy spirit and to make, just like you said, son, just to make a, just a family decision. I mean, it's, you know, not a big deal. shouldn't be, but that rubs people the wrong way because it's not in the flow. You know, um, you're, you're supposed to get on board with same sex marriage. And if you don't, you're not in the flow. Um, you know, uh, there is, there, there's a problem with you. Um, I, I, I know son. I won't mention the company, but, I, I know that there's a company here locally uh it's a national brand and um they were celebrating uh maybe in February or something uh pride month so there's this big push to have excuse me um all the employees you know uh get a pride shirt wear wear a pride shirt at work you know um and uh I know somebody who was working there at the time and um was one of maybe two people who just you know uh as Christians you know they're, they weren't going to wear a pride shirt because i mean they're they're proud of the lord they're not not you know they're they don't believe in um fornication adultery, or same sex behavior is something that should be promoted uh, but anyway um you know it was interesting because uh, you know, you, you'd have some people that ask the one individual uh, that I know, well, hey, where's your shirt? You know, and, and uh, because you're supposed to get on board with that. Um, that's the spirit of the world. It's not enough uh, to just say that, um, you know, I, I don't believe in that, um, the, you know, you know because here's what happens, son. It's just like we're called to go out and make disciples and God compels us to spread the news so that people can be saved from hell and go to heaven when they die and 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 live for Jesus here on earth. Okay. We're compelled just like Peter and John said, we cannot help speaking about what we've seen and heard there in Acts after the Holy spirit fell at Pentecost. Well, when you're filled with the spirit of the world, you feel compelled to spread your message. of 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 same-sex ideology for example you know when Katy perry sang the song i kissed a girl and i liked it she was feeling compelled to try to normalize uh to try to mainstream to try to promote something i'm just saying, people today are feeling compelled to promote the transgender ideology um even though it's very dark very dangerous very harmful you know you 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 mentioned uh, some of the terms that are used um I was reminded of a story I, I've told here, you know, locally in at a, at a, a a business um, that I, I know uh, where uh, a woman walked in one day here in the last couple months. And just with pride announced to everyone there about a friend of hers. She said, "My and so-and-so just had her top chopped off. So, you know, her friend now is me transitioning from female to male. Um, and 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 that was that was seen as like something to celebrate because this is what happens to the mind. You lose your mind. Um, you 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 start to adopt things on. And, and you mentioned like some of those wholesome shows, okay? Um, whether it be you know Andy Griffith or Leave Leave It to Beaver or you know I Love Lucy or you know um, and, and even many other shows too. But just some of those that were um, you know you know very very wholesome um you know the waltons you know i mean you know shows like that um I, now um why why ha, has that changed because um society has changed and people have become uh more uh, you know more you know filled more with with the spirit of the world and, and like you said son then 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 the other stuff the innocent stuff it doesn't it doesn't even appeal um, because it doesn't feed your flesh it doesn't feed your flesh. Um, Candace Cameron Burr, um, by God's grace, is 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 feeding her spirit on the Word of God and on traditional um, values, you know, involving you know marriage and, and life issues and 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 scripture and things. But that doesn't feed the flesh, and so you 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 you'll see people. Mocking the Bible and mocking Christianity, you know, in Hollywood. Um, uh, even though, like I say, the, the persecution isn't anywhere near what it's like in some countries. It's a lot more subtle. Um, and, 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 and whereas the jokes in Hollywood about, um, homosexuality are intended to mainstream it, um, and normalize it, the jokes about Christianity are to demean it are, are to put it down. You know, I, I, I've told my kids, for example, son, and, and, um, you know, um, they, they, have you know, enjoyed, you know, uh, the office with, uh, um, you know, Michael Scott and and that whole crew and everything. But, you know, one thing I'll tell my kids with that, too, um, is that the thing that I hate about what Ricky Gervais did with The Office there is he made he, he, he made the one character, a supposed Christian who is the most judgmental. I mean, first of all, she's. Uh, you know, at one point, married two are going to gonna be marrying this gay senator who's who's having sex with a, a gay character uh, you know, in the office and then she's sleeping with, with one of the guys Dwight in the office and she's the most judgmental person but I mean, this is how the world wants to paint Christianity because maybe Ricky Gervais has known somebody a professing Christian who was that way so I, I, I hate that about the office I mean, yeah, it's a very creative show there's, there's a lot of funny stuff on it but there's also a lot lot of uh crude stuff on it and and really I would say anti-Christian um uh stuff because that's the subtle so so the message is Christians um are hypocritical or judgmental um uh you know they, they they don't do what they preach and and when you read the scripture son, you know what Jesus says about people who are hypocritical and judgmental and don't do what they preach he says they're not saved. You know, he says they're not saved. No, we all fall short. Okay. We all fall short, but, um, you know, Angela, that character in The Office, she doesn't just fall short. She is truly a hypocrite in there. I mean, she is purely judgmental, um, you know, uh, clearly living in adultery. I mean, so all of the things that the Bible would condemn, and yet she's the supposed Christian that Ricky Gervais, uh, you know, wanted uh, in that show. So like I've, I've told my kids, I mean, I say, you know, I uh, I really hate that about that show because it, it's just such a it really blasts. Themes, um, the name of Jesus, um, you know, for, but, but that's, but, but what would you expect? I mean, what would you expect uh, if somebody hates Christ, then it's going to come through when they produce a, a sitcom? You know, if somebody loves homosexuality or they love adultery or they love fornication or they love pornography or they love, you know, whatever, that's going to come through um, in one way or the other in their material. And, and, and so as Christians, um, you know, uh, we uh, we are to fill our minds with uh, with the Word of God and and with the truth of God because you know our our society is saturated with the spirit of the world.
0: Well, it will be interesting, Dan, to see what uh, transpires here. I know we started the conversation kind of looking at the political world and moving into uh, some of the other issues, but you know, as we move forward, especially into this uh, holiday season, the Christmas season. Uh, the season of Jesus's birth will be uh, be interesting to see what shakes out and and what transpires. And I look forward to the conversations that we will have about the stuff that is going on.
1: Well, I, I look forward to that as well, son. We're coming into a great uh, time of year, and um, you know, we just uh, we hope that you know, everyone listening will, um, will experience the peace of Christ in their hearts, a joyful heart, um, strength from the Lord. And, um, we, we, we just know that, um, you who are listening today, if you'll just, you know, spend time with the Lord and with his people here in the Thanksgiving and Christmas season, um, you'll, you'll really notice a huge difference, um, in in your attitude and your perspective and your amount of peace. And so, yeah, I agree, son, it's going to be a a good time to uh, to be talking about, um, you know, the, these important times of year and, and these events that we celebrate with the birth of Christ and, and and just all the things for which we can be thankful.
0: This is Sanctified Reason, a podcast where Dan Delzell and myself, Son Edom, discuss things that happen at the crossroads of faith and pop culture, especially with the powerful influence of celebrities, music. You know, movies and especially social media, and these tend to be the uh, items, the entities that drive our traditions and norms of our modern society today. Dan, thanks so much for today. We appreciate it and uh, for your insights, and we look forward to our next conversation.
1: Thank you so much, son. I look forward to that as well.
0: You can email the show at sanctifiedreasonpodcast at com. We will get back to you. Um, whether you want to uh, talk about the topics of today or you have a question about anything about the Christian faith, the Bible in uh, general, you can reach out. And um, and uh, again, that's sanctifiedreasonpodcast at com. Also, you can check out our website at radiowarp.com. That's radio, W A R P, radiowarp.com. Just click the Sanctified Reason logo, and all of our episodes will pop up there so you can listen to other episodes. We talk about all different kinds of things from. Uh, deeply theological to more of the social. Again, it is the crossroads of faith and pop culture. And then um, tell a friend, you know, if you like what you hear or you think someone needs to hear something, you know, this is just an avenue, another tool that we try to use to spread the message. So if you think someone will benefit from the words that you hear on this podcast, by all means, uh, share it with them. And so again, uh, with that, we'd like to say thank you for listening. Do tell a friend. And until next time, God bless.